Damn, son, where'd you find this? Hello, my beautiful, glorious, luscious babes. Welcome back to the show. It's your favorite luscious babe in the entire world. Hi, hello, it's me, back from Petty. Except not back from Petty, but um, anyone else grow up on Disney Channel? <laughs> hey, babies, get the lube, get your snack, get your drink, because it's time. It's time to do it. Okay, <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> Come back after four months. Don't know how the fuck to act, apparently. But did I ever really know how to act? Okay, did you get the lube? Did you get your snack? Are you fucking ready? Let's let's go. If you're new here, hi. Hello, you picked a hell of a time to hop in. For those of you that are returning, hi. I love you so much. Here we are. Wow. Either way, buckle up because it's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I didn't really mean to be gone for that long, but I also wasn't sure if I'd ever be back. That's kind of where I was the last time that we spoke. If you've been keeping up on the podcast, you know lighting some incense, don't mind me, you know that it's been an interesting ride my whole life, but especially within the last year or two, I've discussed at length my experience being in the dark night of the soul, my quarter-life crisis, um, <laughs> just being a baddie in business, going through ups and downs, changing mental health. I have very openly discussed that in the previous episode. So if you need to catch up on the whole story, feel free to reference <laughs> the following episodes. The former episodes? Yeah, the former episodes. Probably the last 10 <laughs> will give you some more insight into the grand scheme of all of this. But I'm back. It's been a few months, literally about four months, but I warned you guys that I would show up when I had something to say. And it's not even that I don't have anything to say. It's just at this junction in my life, I feel this discernment. I have a lot of discernment about what I say and when I say it more so than I have in the past. Um, that to me at this point is what feels the most authentic. <clears throat> Chain smoker voice. Would it be a podcast with me if my voice just didn't decide to do this at least three times while I'm talking? Doesn't do that all day, but when I sit down to record a podcast, it will absolutely do that. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. So at this point in my life, what feels the most authentic is to speak less. Shocking, I know. <laughs> to speak less. And a lot of the wisdom or insight or things that I've been cultivating within me, like keeping them for myself is of the utmost importance. And it has been over these last few years, which again, was very frightening to me. And I'm sure very frightening to a lot of you that have gotten used to listening to me and me telling you all of the things all the time. Um, and I really, the more that I've kept my the wisdom for myself, the more I've really begun to understand in a deeper way, and I say this with the most humble heart, just how insightful and powerful what I have to say is, and the way that I see the world, and the wisdom that I really do have deep in my core, I really started to feel, when I kept it for myself, like, damn, this is some powerful ass shit. And I think what happens when... 
you're expressing yourself on a platform in the way that I have over the years. I don't know. You're so busy expressing and sharing it that you might not get or feel the gravity of what you're saying all of the time. I think that's what happened to me is that I was clouded with like unworthiness and like just producing producing and expressing and being out there and keeping it moving that I actually didn't really absorb any of the wisdom or lessons truly, truly, truly deeply for myself in the way that would be conducive to me in the best way. So I'm realizing like, damn, I'm a powerful ass bitch. Like I actually am a powerhouse. And what I have to say is so incredible and amazing. <laughs> Said with the most humble heart, but we all know I'm just so humble. <laughs> too much. But yes, that's what happens when you go within yourself and you really get comfortable being within you, just you, really, disconnecting more from the outside world, going within, dealing with all of those things. It was not easy by any means. It's fucking crazy. And if you've listened to the podcast and if you do catch up later, you'll know and understand why. Maybe you've been through something similar. I'm just really proud of myself for just the last couple of years. And I'm proud of you for the last couple of years too. And I know that if you're listening to this, it means that we're connected and we understand each other and we're on the same vibe, obviously. But I'm proud of us for the last few years, for our whole lives, but especially in these last few years. And I'm very proud because this is not easy work by any means. And I really understand why most people want to numb their feelings or they want to numb life's experiences or they want to avoid themselves or I like I get why people don't be doing this shit because it's fucking horrific I'm not even gonna lie I think that manifestation and self-improvement and everything it's become this very fancy and marketable thing and experience and this shit is deep actually <laughs> it is i've always known it was deep i'm not afraid to go balls deep as you know but i didn't know just how deep it could go okay but now i feel like i'm gonna say this and be like i know how deep it can go and then just watch it's gonna go even deeper but the difference between now and then is that i actually really do feel fully equipped and fully comfortable with life it doesn't mean that the hard times have magically stopped or anything. Actually, my external world is beginning to change now, but for a long time, it was not changing at all. And what was occurring was internal. The internal shifts were happening. Now the external world is beginning to change. But I feel ready and equipped with a deep sense of trust and reverence for myself in a way that I've never had before in my life. And I think that that's the biggest thing that has changed where it's not that nothing bad will ever happen in life again or that everything is magically perfect or whatever it is. It's just like, damn, I'm ready for what life throws at me. I know that I'm equipped. And while I'm here on this planet, I get to have, do, and be whatever it is that I desire. And it does not matter what has come before. It's all about what I'm choosing to do now and what will happen here and thereafter. And that's really cool to really believe that in your whole heart, with your whole ass, with your whole puss, your whole snatch, <laughs> everything. So integration is a really beautiful thing. And I think that that's what I'm experiencing. So 
I wanted to sit down. I feel like I would have to do at least like 20 different podcasts to even begin to scratch the surface of everything that I've discovered and learned and, ex- and just experienced. But I wanted to just pop in, catch up with y'all, give you some insights and wisdom that I've been thinking about. And I've literally thought about sitting down to record a podcast for so long, but I've been so busy. And again, keeping things for myself has been so great and so vital. Um, but I felt compelled. So I'm sitting down and I want to catch up with you. (laughs) And from this place of integration, it's just so fucking cool when you tell yourself things and you work hard at cultivating a process and a sense of belief in yourself and changing the way that you think and feel and being really present with yourself and your emotions and being really patient over and over again. It's really cool when things finally click and integrate. And that's where I'm at. I would not say that life has turned out exactly the way that I've wanted or the way that I had planned and visualized. I would I would not say that my business or any of these things have turned out the way that I was hoping and planned, but in a way it actually kind of did. And the funny thing about life and manifestation and what I'm learning and what is especially true for me, again, manifestation is not a one size fits all template thing. The way that I manifest is I'll have an idea or a vision of things and oftentimes that vision will not come to fruition the way that I exactly planned, but I get fucking blown out of the water with what occurs where I'm like, there is no fucking way that I could have imagined or visualized how amazing and perfect all of this would be. (laughs) But at the moment when it didn't occur the way I was thinking and believing and feeling and visualizing it to be. It's so frustrating in that moment when you're operating without all of the information or you're not operating with knowledge of the future. You're like, well, what the fuck? Like, this is not occurring and happening the way that I was planning. This is not what I visualized. This is not what I was manifesting. What in the tarnation fuck is going on? (laughs) That's usually what has happened to me in my life um, just over the years where I'll plan and set out on something or have a certain vision. And then what occurs is exactly what I actually desired and needed, but it was It came to me in a way and occurred in a way that I could not have planned or anticipated. I don't know why that is. (laughs) I'm not sure, but that is the way things have happened. I don't know. I could not explain to you. I think as much as we all try to make sense of like the spiritual laws and manifestation and things like that, I don't, I, I tell you all the time, like there's only so much that we actually know And there's so much more that can't be explained and it's going to be different for everybody. I mean, we can get into all kinds of fucking conversations about fucking all kinds of shit. I can't even go there right now. It's pretty early in the morning. Not super early, but early enough to where I'm like, I've ended this second cup of coffee. Like, let's not get into some cosmic, (laughs) crazy cosmic shit at this moment. (laughs) But either way, things have not turned out the way that I've planned. And things started to change and move forward in a positive direction or with positive momentum when I actually dropped the expectations or the prized expectations that I'd had for my life or what I felt like it had to look like. And I really started to confront the things that were holding me back. So I talked a lot about how I just dealt with so many ugly things within me 
So if that means like jealousy, lack, scarcity, embarrassment, shame, so many of these themes just kind of permeated into my life. And although I do believe I am a secure and confident person, that security and confidence was manufactured and it was actually a mask that I wore my whole life. And it's something that I created as a defense mechanism where I'm like, you know, you can't hurt me. You can't bring me down. If you're going to tell me that I'm ugly and all of these things, then I'm just going to be the sexiest, hottest, um, most confident person in the world. And that's great. You know, fake it till you make it. But up up to a point, you can't fake it anymore. You can't really fake it forever. I think that when you first start out, then yeah, you got to fake it till you make it. You got to find the confidence, bring it out somehow. I am woman, hear me roar, all of that. But, but at a certain point, that will catch up with you. If you're not actually integrating it, if you're not actually believing it and experiencing it, that's really what happened to me. I think as I get further and further and um, like from the deep depths of despair, I'm able to clearly more articulate everything that I've been through and been talking on on the podcast. This is like a long standing appointment that we've had together where I try to explain <laughs> all of this. Um, But yeah, I think that I'm able to actually conceptualize this a lot better. But I believe that's part of what happened is that, you know, I'm getting exactly what I asked for in the sense where I'm like, I want to just grow and evolve and hit these new levels of success and money and prosperity and leadership, all of those things. But you can't get from that point, from where you are to the point that you want to be, when you're still being held back and held down by these things that actually have to be released and it's actually a good thing to confront whatever it is that's holding you back and really face all of these things like all of these different insecurities or confidence issues or things that I was faking for a long time not inauthentically but they didn't actually have a strong core or a strong stability they were very fragile because they weren't fully integrated because I wasn't fully experiencing them with my whole ass the way that I really wanted to Um, They were very fragile and with the littlest bit of rocking or the littlest bit of instability, they cracked and crumbled and it was like I was a fucking dinner plate and (laughs) I just shattered into a million pieces because they weren't actually really, really there deep in the depths. So I believe that that's a part of what happened. I really did get what I asked for because I'm asking, we always ask for more money and success and all of these great big visions of whatever it is that we desire. And of course we get to have them, but what is that? Who is that version of you and what are they doing and how do they feel like really truly what is the identity of that person that is doing those things that you're asking for? Are they still like getting horrifically jealous? Do they still hate their body? Do they still say certain things or compromise in ways that don't feel good or don't have strong boundaries, right? Like, I feel like you have to face those demons. It's almost like in a video game. You ever play a video game where in order to advance to the next level or the next realm of the game, you have to battle the final boss of that section. I'm thinking of the Sly Cooper games um, that I loved when I was a kid. And you always had to battle a boss, like this big final boss and it was a really hard scene and you had to like get through this you had to do it like multiple fucking times and fail and get killed like a million times violently 
And it was always such an amazing feeling when you finally battled the final boss, but it, it took time. And then you had to strategize and like learn from what you did wrong and then do it again. So I feel like that's kind of it is where in order to get to the next realm of life, you have to battle the final boss. But the final boss is really just like you, your demons, your shadow side. That's a really good analogy. I'm fucking killing it at this right now. <laughs> but that's the way that it felt. So yes, of course we can have what we want and dream big, shoot for the moon, land among the stars, whatever the fuck. But what about all of those things, those shadowy elements or things that aren't actually fully integrated or we haven't actually fully learned yet? Or, I mean, imagine the way that I think of it, why it's in service to all of us and why I believe that it was important because I feel so equipped in what I'm doing now and where I'm headed because I had to face all of those elements of myself and really, really look at it, really, really do some serious healing around it. Because what happens when you're, you become a fucking millionaire or whatever it is that you're desiring, you have your own business or you have your own house, whatever it is, those are just some things, but it could be anything. What happens when you have those things and Maybe something happens, maybe some kind of instability comes around, maybe you're hit with some kind of adversity or something, you're going to shatter like a fucking dinner plate. You're going to, and this isn't necessarily true, but I'm just saying in my experience and from what I've seen of myself and my clients, other people, that's what can happen. If you're not, if you haven't actually dealt with certain things that are required of next level success and money, The minute that you're hit with some kind of adversity or some kind of something that shakes you to your core or rocks your world or rocks like your perception of yourself or whatever it is, um, like a pandemic (laughs) or um, business losses or just different things that may happen in life, then you're going to like you'll shatter like a dinner plate and suddenly you're throwing everything away and everything feels fucking impossible and you're slipping into depths of depression and self-hatred and then you just it it just goes from there and then self-sabotage starts occurring and things are so fucking difficult and hard and you're having to dig yourself out of all of this anguish right so what happened for me is that I was forced to deal with these things. Everything that I've talked about in the Dark Night of the Soul and all of the mental health episodes, all those things, I was really forced to be with myself, fully fall in love with myself, really unwind the shame, look at things more clearly and objectively, not just vilifying myself and also not just victimizing myself, but falling somewhere in the middle, truly, and really being able to very much deeply as I've always desired to and as I've always said and believed but actually really fully integrating it into my body that I practice what I preach <laughs> but yes because I would much rather when I have like less to lose in a sense or when I have less going on or less responsibilities I would much rather have this crisis and breakdown and having to rearrange and completely like be born anew or whatever I'd rather do that shit now not later when I have like x amount of employees or this business running and this amount of money in the bank and this much responsibility I would much rather do it now okay so I'm thankful I'm very thankful and now at this point I really feel so equipped and I know that whatever life throws at me I am fucking ready 
baby. I'm ready. And that's what I would hope for for you, any of my clients, any of my listeners, any when you take my courses, do my coaching, listen to the episodes, I would just hope that I equip you with this sense of empowerment to know that you're the best teacher that you could ever have. I hope that what I say in you awakens something in you, makes you think differently, encourages you to think for yourself, and that you are inspired and lit up in some way by my experiences and what I have to say. That's what I hope for you because I want you to be equipped in life. I want you to be equipped for success, for failure, for every single possible thing that comes at you in your life. That's what I would hope for with an empowering perspective, with a sense of security and groundedness within yourself. I think that that's the biggest thing is I'm incredibly grounded in myself. And it's so interesting how I feel as though I've changed. Like I used to feel very worried about how I was going to be perceived or what people would think. And it's just amazing that when those thoughts come into my head, I'm like, oh, I really actually don't give a fuck. (laughs) Or when I think about certain mistakes that I've made or like things that make me kind of cringe inside a little, I'm like, but that's fine. It was the past. Or for a long time, I felt so frustrated about being in the same house that I've been. I was not planning to be in this house as long as I have been, like literally like five years this August. What the fuck? Um, Not having bought a house yet, not having the savings that I want, not hitting these certain signifier goals of success and achievement. Um, Going back to the club recently, I have to do a whole fucking episode. I'm updating Hustle and Honey's handbook with a new module on the, there's so, I cannot even go into everything on this podcast. There are so many things that I'm like, this means that I'm a fucking failure or this means whatever. There is so much freedom And you're so open to receive when you fucking let go of that shit. And when I think about integration and what that means, like just the other day, a few weeks ago, I was sitting on the floor. I like to sit on the ground. I'm sitting on the ground right now as we speak. (laughs) I was sitting on the floor of my living room and I kind of looked around at my house and it's a very cozy, old ass bungalow. And it's kind of a piece of shit, but it's also, it's my home. And as an adult, I gave myself something that I never really had, which was the ability to stay in one place, in one home, feeling secure, feeling safe, like feeling like fully provided for, where there's no turmoil, there's no like moving around. Like I have given myself a stable place for five years, kept the lights on, kept food on the table for five years and how ungrateful of me to be like well I mean I haven't bought a house yet and it's not as nice as some people's houses and it's not like what I want there's all these things wrong with it it really truly hit me and I feel like integrate that's how integration feels which is why I'm trying to give this example so you can feel it it really just hit my whole body where I'm like, look at what I have achieved. I'm gonna cry because it's so beautiful. Like, look at what I've actually achieved. Look what I have done for myself and for my family. And like, I have a house full of love. I have somewhere where I can feel safe. I'm like sitting in this office that I have created so many podcasts and courses and done so many coaching calls, like with with people all around the world hearing me and feeling me from this room right here how dare i say that it's not good enough because the windows are shitty or the flooring is like 
coming up or whatever it may be, these small superficial things. Like, who am I to tell that that it's not good enough? How dare I overlook the beauty and the splendor that it already exists around me? I'm so busy trying to achieve this external beauty and splendor and I forget what is already right in front of me. Although it is not ideal, it's allowed to be frustrating at times and suck at times. I'm allowed to want more, but what about right now? I'll always like the more having more and better is inevitable. It's coming. It's already done. But what about right now? What about right now? And it really hit me. I'm like, damn, I've given myself somewhere. I tear up at the thought of leaving my house, like the house that I'm in right now, um, because it was the first house that I really like I lived in on my own. You know, it was the first like I it all came together so perfectly. It was my first taste of like. I'd lived with roommates and lived on my own before, but this is like, this is my house. This isn't someone else's place. I shared it with my now husband. It became like our sanctuary, our home, and to give myself somewhere stable, keeping the lights on and the the rent paid, all of those things for years. And a lot of that was from my own charms, beauty, and skills. So whether it be through doing hair, whether it be through my coaching business, whether it be through through stripping, that was something that I created out of nothing. Look at how, well, look at what I've manifested. Look what I've done. How dare I say that that's not good enough? And it really like, I'm like, holy shit, that's insane. When you really look at your life through different eyes, how dare you say that it's not good enough? And that attitude and that feeling, it began trickling down and over into all areas of my life first so i i can't tell you how much of a failure i felt like last year and how often like i just felt like such a fucking imposter of like who would fucking like me who would listen to me like i know that it's good or whatever i know that i'm good but like am i good though and who would actually want to pay me? And why would they want to pay me? Or why would people care what I have to think and say? And it didn't matter how many downloads I got, it was never enough. It didn't matter how much money I made, it was never enough. It didn't matter how many sales I made, it could always be better and more. Um, That's definitely a symptom of capitalism. Again, I don't hate capitalism, I'm not anti-capitalist, but I also know its flaws, right? Where our worth is measured by our output and there's this constant need for growth and development and it's unsustainable of course for we as much as i believe in abundance we are still living on a finite planet with finite resources you know but capitalism encourages constant growth expansion more 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 go 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 when actually how our planet operates and how we actually operate as human beings is there's flows and cycles in nature and seasons and within ourselves too that constant mentality of like more and more and more all the time it's so unsustainable and we can forget to actually fully feel and experience what is here and now when we're always focused on more growth and again more growth is awesome I want more growth and of course we all get to have more growth but there also has something's got to give with that, you know? So it didn't matter how much I made or what happened. I'd never felt secure. And it's so insane because I've made so much money. Like I've made so much money over the years and 
all from my passions and my skills and my teachings. And it never felt like it was enough. And that's something that I really had to confront and get to the root of why and really do intense work around that. And that's the reason I think all of this has been able to integrate. And I really feel it to the depths of my core. I feel so secure. I My income has significantly dropped and things have not turned out the way that I was planning. But for the first time in my life, I feel so secure and safe and protected and taken care of in a way that I've always dreamed of and something that I've always taught and believed. But now it's like it's in it's in there. And I don't know if you can tell or you can hear it in my voice or the way that I'm speaking, but I feel like it is palpable as well. So that attitude and the idea, it just started to permeate where I'm like, the fact that so many people have listened to me all over the world, how dare I say like, oh, my my listenership or viewership has dropped in half or my engagement is down and my sales are down like how like oh it's so terrible I'm like but how dare I what about the sales that I have made what about the people that are listening that focus shift that attention shift it really started to hit differently I'm not as fit as I once was but what about the fitness I do have (laughs) or it's like I don't have as much money as I want but what about the money I do have it it really hit fucking different after I had that moment I'm like damn it's no wonder that things have occurred and happened the way that they had when for so long lurking beneath the surface and again these things are sneaky they're not something that you just consciously walk around like I'm not good enough and nothing is ever enough and I'm just like this bottomless pit of wanting more and nothing feels right or enough it's something that is very unconscious and it it comes out in your behavior and the way that you talk and the way that you operate and your actions with people and things but then when you become aware of it I always have said this and I I think I came up with this um or at least somewhat but awareness is the great building block of change because once you're aware of something it's hard to unsee it and that's why I always encourage that self-awareness in my teachings and in my podcast and why I'm always doing the fucking scientific method on my damn self and my mind is because once you become aware of something, it's really hard to unsee it. And once something becomes conscious, conscious, it's not going to be lurking around in your unconscious. I know that Carl Jung's whole philosophy was based on that, where anything that's left in the unconscious will show up in your life as fate. It's some kind of quote like that. And I really do believe that. So... At this point, and I've become very comfortable with not having any signifiers of success. Like, I I don't have anything really to flex or show off on social media or whatever. Like, look at my house, look at my car, look at this, look at this, all this money I'm making, look at all these cool places that I'm going. Um, It's just, I've just become so comfortable and secure and feeling so proud of myself and the inner riches that I've developed and cultivated over the years and especially now with this renewed sense of security and stability within um, I know that any kind of external signifiers of success that are absolutely coming and absolutely showing up I know that they're just going to not feel hollow I know I've talked about this where it's not just going to feel like this hollow victory or like feeling like I'm this bottomless pit of like nothing is ever good enough and it's never going to be enough and I'm always hungry for more. Um, It just feels so good to know that whatever does come, whatever does happen, 
it feels good enough now. Not later when it's better or more impressive, but like right here, right now. So yes, I have so much more to even get into. And I do want to talk about where I'm headed next here soon. Um, like what I'm doing now. And what's funny about what I'm doing now and where I'm headed and where I am is that it's not something totally random. And in fact, where I'm going and where I'm headed now is not what I expected because I kind of rejected this idea um, and then went off and pursued other things, obviously with no no qualms and no actually really no regrets about any of it. Um, but it's not random. Another thing about my manifestation process is like, I am a set it and forget it kind of person. Like I will write shit down and then not fucking think about it and like let it sit. Like it's crazy. I think I'm a, like, what do you call that? A non-specific manifester? That's my ass because I found this Google doc from literally seven fucking years ago, seven or eight years ago. And I read the shit and I'm like, did I really just take a seven or eight year detour and then just come right the fuck back to this? <laughs> so what I'm doing now where I'm headed is not so fucking random. And the only thing that's changed is that I have life and worldly experience and I feel very equipped and confident. I have the know-how and the ability and belief in myself that I didn't have before. And I only gained that through my life experiences, building my coaching business, stripping um, the kind of spiritual healing and all of those things I've overcome, making this podcast and, and speaking, learning how to articulate my ideas and do things for the greater good of all, all of that fun stuff. The only thing that has changed is now I have that starting point, which is amazing. So everything feels possible. And I'm open to my life unfolding in ways that are beyond my wildest dreams. And that to me is so fun and expansive. And I think it gives the universe space to work because we are only human beings. We're actually quite flawed and quite um, trite. <laughs> quite trite, my dear, if I do say so myself. Uh, we're actually pretty stupid. I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> we're basically cavemen that have evolved slightly so it gives the universe space to work for me in ways that I cannot because although I'm a spiritual being I'm trapped in this human meat packet so <laughs> I can only do so much so letting go of all of those prized expectations or letting go of what I thought had to be and it's crazy how things align and how when you set powerful intentions it's crazy that for the last few weeks, this new journey that I'm on, I have been saying these affirmations and envisioning certain things. And it's crazy that all of these visions and things have come true. And that people have said, word for word, the affirmations that I've said to myself. And I'm like, you can't fucking make this shit up. You just can't, you can't make it up. I don't know. But what I do know is that you're fucking incredible and you're amazing and you're doing enough and you have enough and you are enough. And that's something that I've said for a very long time. And it's something that I believe with every fiber of my being. Um, and what I would hope for 
more than anything. And what I've found to be true, and a lot of my clients have found to be true, people that take my courses or do my coaching, is that everything that I say, everything that we do together, and everything that I create, it is created with the intention of it being timeless in your life. So I hope that everything that I create, anything you ever purchase or any podcast you ever listen to, is that it's like a time capsule of a moment that is always relevant to you. And the reason why my courses and my podcast, I believe, are so valuable is that you can go back and listen to them and watch them or whatever it is and do the work in them in the courses. And each time you'll gain new insights because I believe the words and the teachings are so timeless. They're always relevant, even if they're applied in different places. Like everything that I cultivated and taught during my years stripping and then stripper coaching, it really applied to my coaching business. And then that is applying to my next level. Everything that I've talked about on my podcast, all of these principles, all these things, it's so crazy how a lot of the stuff that I've created, I'm getting to use in this new slash old industry for me, how I'm able to help other people, how all of these these internal riches that I've been cultivating are getting to touch this these new clients that I'm working with, these new um, peers that I'm surrounded by. It's There is no such thing as time wasted. There's no such thing as skills wasted. There's no such thing as being on the wrong path. Um, it's just a matter of changing your perspective. I felt like I had failed or something or that I was wrong or whatever. I felt like it was all a big waste for so long. And the moment that I dropped that and started to believe something different is when the world showed me something different and I was able to see how wrong I really was <laughs> in that. Um, but yeah, shit. <laughs> I think that's what I have for you today. There's so much more to get into. I wanted to pop in, give you this little glossy overview of everything. Um, it's been a minute. I have so, so much more, so much more to get into and like more specific things that I want to get into. But if there's something specific that you want me to get into, or there's something in this that hit, that struck, I've been getting so much great feedback, even just over these few months from a lot of you emailing me, messaging me about like the courses or about the podcast, like where you're catching up on newer episodes or you're going back and listening through that's the whole point of it. A lot of people love to go back and listen and watch and do it over and over again. So whatever it is, email me, link in the show notes, DM me, link in the show notes as well. With all of your insights, I always love hearing from y'all. I'm always, I'm always around. I always want to hear from you. And before I forget, it's actually ending really soon because I quietly put it up. I've just been very subtle lately. <laughs> like I, I be answering my messages and shit, but I'm not really posting like that. I quietly put up my 50% off sale of my whole um, product suite, which this time includes a luscious VIP day and the one-on-one -on -one coaching intensive. Um, I just quietly put it up. It ends September 1st, I believe. Yeah, September 1st, 50% off. The code is in the show notes on all of it, on all of my stuff. And September 1st, which is literally like in like two days, three days or so. So if there's something you've had your eye on, go on and get go on and get it. Go on and get it. I really love all the feedback that I've been getting. And I love seeing my intentions come to life where my work is always there for you. The courses that you buy are timeless in your life. Like people, 
who started taking my courses when they were dancers and then applied it to their businesses or became mothers like the coaching that we did together it applies to their life as a mother even though it started out as being a dancer and I just want everything to always be applicable to you that's my whole goal and it's there to serve you forever at every junction in life that's what I aspire to it's pretty amazing pretty amazing stuff um yeah that's what I have for you All the links are in the show notes. I always love to hear from you. And if and when you do purchase a course, message me, email me. I want to celebrate with you. I always love to hear all of your insights, everything that you have to say, um, because I love y'all. We have been through so much together, and I'm truly honored to get to be the voice in your headphones, even after all these years. Or if you are new to the party, I'm just so honored that you're here with me. Um, But (laughs) you guys are lucky to have me, though. Let's be real. (laughs) I love y'all so, 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 so fucking much. And I'll see you next time.